0: Start to hear about the timeless holiday tradition of the Nutcracker playing at the Pacific Northwest Ballet, and this year it turns, and people are excited and have many reasons to be proud of what they will see on the stage this holiday season. With me today is one of the performers with the Pacific Northwest Ballet, Amanda Morgan. Good morning, Amanda.
1: Hi. Nice to uh, talk to you. Likewise. Uh,
0: Amanda, uh, first of all, thanks for joining us this morning. I know it's early, and I believe you may have performed last night. Is that correct?
1: Yes, I did.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: we appreciate you getting up this morning after uh, performing last evening. Now, you're originally from Tacoma, I believe.
1: Yeah, I'm from Tacoma, Washington, originally born and raised there. And then I moved to Seattle when I was 17 once I um, joined the professional division at Pacific Northwest Ballet. And then I ended up getting the company. I've been here ever since.
0: Okay. Now, how did you get started in ballet?
1: Um, I actually saw New York City Ballet's the Nutcracker um, in New York because most of my family is from New York City. And so after seeing uh, the ballet there, I kind of found out that you could be a dancer and get paid, that a professional ballet dancer was like a thing, and it like really excited me. So I was like, oh, I'm doing that. That's there's nothing else I'm doing but that. Um, but yeah, I was always just dancing when I was younger and really active and excited. And my mom's like, Oh no, she, I need to put her in it.
0: Right. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about, about the progression as it relates to the world of ballet, because it is a process and it really is kind of a, a war of attrition for lack of a better term. As you move up the ranks from being a student to an apprentice to becoming a member of a, of a company, etc. cetera. Uh, and although you as performers make it look easy, it's not that easy.
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely, it's it's definitely very competitive. Um, I would say a lot of people going into this um, sometimes don't realize how competitive it is uh, when it comes to even, like, casting or trying to get a certain spot. Like, when I was chosen for the professional division out of my, like, school class like in school there was only like three four of us out of 17 women that were picked um and then once it came to getting a job in the company it was two of us out of almost 40 of us that got offered contracts so yeah it's definitely very competitive um sometimes it's right place right time other times it's based on talent uh but I think, nonetheless, it's always important to go for what you want, and I'm happy I did.
0: Right. Now, let's talk a little about the 18, last 18 months or so because it's been a very interesting, trying, uh, difficult, and sometimes inspirational period for most of us. You had COVID, Black Lives Matter, George Floyd, et cetera, and I'm sure you and your fellow performers have been through many ups and downs just trying to navigate your way through the industry and through life. But I'm sure it took a few different twists and turns uh, with the onset of COVID. Can you guys talk about that as well?
1: Yeah, so we basically had to shut down in March of 2020, just like the rest of the world. Um, But for a lot of people, that was, like, the first time they had gone, uh, like, so many months without dancing, which is usually always so busy. So I think a lot of us were obviously sad to not perform but we had a digital season this past year. So we were able to um, still create um, works in this kind of time of crisis and pandemic. Um, And so it gave us the opportunity to still be able to dance and get paid, which was really wonderful. And I don't think every company has that opportunity. So I'm really grateful that PNB was like able to find a solution and do that and think a little bit ahead and be innovative with where, you know the company would be going and who um would be able to like see the work cuz it honestly made it more widespread not just for people in Seattle but for people everywhere if they just bought you know a ticket they could see it on their screen which was like i think is a huge thing cuz ballet usually isn't as accessible um like that and so I'm kind of hoping we do both now that we're back we can you know perform live but also like give the option to like have people from wherever be able to see a live stream i know p&b's doing it you know a couple other companies are doing it but that's something that um i don't know makes me very proud to be at the company that i'm at um i will say like outside in normal life i was very involved with like protests and all these other things and sometimes it was very um isolating because I felt like a lot of other people in the company weren't necessarily experiencing things like that. Me being, like, the only black woman at the time in the company, it was just, like, there was support, but, like, for people to really fully understand, you know, what, like, as a black person, like, how um, you were feeling, like, seeing everything that was going on and how you were feeling, like, my safety, all of that, um, definitely made me kind of, like, realize, like, you know, coming back into this, like, I'm not going to shy away from talking about what's important, but also, like, utilizing and making the most out of every opportunity that I have, because um, a lot of people don't, can't say that their career, you know, there's a whole community with them, there's all these people cheering them on, or that, like, every accomplishment they have is, like, also the accomplishment of so many others, and I'm really grateful that, like, I do have that, you know? That's not a... that's a very rare thing.
0: Now, let's talk a little bit about the net crack because that is returning to live performances this year. They also have uh, digital access as well, but this is a signature performance uh, for p b each year. You know, how excited are you to be a part of this year's performance?
1: I mean, it's it's really wonderful to be back and dancing so much it is a little hard because we haven't done an outcracker for two years so getting like our bodies in shape like i'm in the core but i'm in this position where i'm in the core but i also do soloist and principal stuff um in addition so it's, it's a lot of work on some of us core members when we're doing like you know six seven plus parts uh but i'm really grateful i got to debut Dewdrop last weekend, which was wonderful. And it's so wonderful to see all the kids back with us performing too, even if they are in mass. And just think it's like things are starting to feel a little bit more normal.
0: Right. And speaking of the kids, you know, the performance actually incorporates a large number of, of kids or students from the Pacific Northwest Ballet uh, School. And I, I can only imagine that that adds to the uh, excitement and the overall atmosphere of the event, especially because they have so many of their friends and relatives coming to see the performances as well. But with that being said, this year is also very exciting to many African-Americans because there are two African-American girls who will perform as the lead role of Clara. As I understand it, each year, uh, or at least the past few years, the company selected two girls to perform the lead role of Clara, and one of them leads Troop A and the other leads Troop B and this year uh, a black girl will lead both these troops. So I I think with most performances uh, that are out there for the Nutcracker this season, you'll be able to see a black girl at the center of the stage. And so uh, I say all that to say, you know, how exciting is that for you, uh, not only to see see this, but for you to be a part of the same cast that you are personally a part of as well?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's wonderful to see two black Claras. I... I'm looking forward to the time that there'll be a black Claire and a black sugar plum fairy. I'm really waiting for that, for me to do that, to be honest. Uh, But yeah, I think we're really headed in the right direction and that's, it's very, very exciting. I know both of those two little girls personally and I'm cheering them on. They're just wonderful.
0: You were talking about the young lady and I I said, I know that you spearheaded an effort to provide mentorship to students, uh, the PMB program. Can you talk a little bit about, uh, you know, what, why you started to help start that program and what you hope to accomplish with it.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I grew up, like, in the school at PMB and having, like, the specific perspective that I had, like, most of the times only being the only black girl in the class, I felt a lot of times, like, alone or ostracized or didn't really feel seen at times. And so I, regardless of race, gender, all of it, I was like, there are so many students that, at times feel that way. We always feel like as young people that our voices are heard um, by teachers or people at the front of the room. And so I told myself if I got to a position, a larger position of power where I would be able to create a program to support students, somehow I would do it. So in October of 2019, I thought of the idea to just be able to have company members talk to students about different topics each month. Um, and then it wasn't really until, like, the pandemic hit that I was able to, like, start this program with um, P&B soloist C.C. Um, Ilyasu. And we just talked to, like, five different classes of students once a week about just different things, checking in on them, their mental health, how they're feeling, if they were, like, doing any hobbies, things like that. And um, This was during, you know, like, the height of the pandemic. And then now we just... Um, we have more mentors, so there's uh, up to, I think, eight of us from the company mentoring students, and then two of us are assigned per class, and it's once a month, and we have a different topic each month, so, like, one topic could be, like, body image, another topic could be, like, confidence and finding your, like, inner, um, just, like, like how you are as a dancer or, like, when it comes to, like, how to, like, deal with auditions, things like that. Um, no. and I mean, I hope that I can just keep building, uh, it can just keep building as a program, but it really has built so much in the past year. And the fact that, I don't know, we managed to even make it happen when it hasn't really happened before ever, um, in the company is, or in the organization in general is like, something that like I'm very proud of in my career because I have not been at P&B that long, but I've managed to do a lot in my short amount of time, not just on stage, but off the stage. And I think that's the stuff off the stage is just as important. Right. Now, Amanda, uh, what would you say to those
0: people in our listening audience who have uh, never seen the Nutcracker perform by the Pacific Northwest Ballet um, or have not seen it in a very long time? Maybe even dating back to when they were in elementary school and were were there as part of a of a of a field trip. Uh, you know, what would you say to them of, about this year's performance and why they should um, you know come see the performance or view it uh, digitally this year?
1: Well, I think for one, we do George a Nutcracker. We used to do um, a, our old Nutcracker, which is Kentsel. Stoll's Nutcracker, and they're very different. I think that um, our Nutcracker now is definitely more culturally sensitive and not as racially stereotypical, uh, which is really great because we don't want to, you know, see that really on stage, I think. Um, and in, in addition, it's just like, I don't know, something about all of these artists' energies right now because it is our first time coming back and doing this like doing these shows um everyone's constantly excited especially the children they're always just like so they're beaming even though you can't see their smiles you can definitely see it in their eyes and stuff so i would say um it's definitely worth watching there's so many casts of a a lot of um a lot of the different roles too and everyone looks wonderful in the roles um, but yeah, you can, uh, find tickets at pnb.org Um, and, or you can just find a digital ticket, which you'll be able to watch, um, one of the performances that was filmed.
0: All right. Well, Amanda, I want to thank you for joining us on today's show. Um, I want to wish you much continued success, uh, in your career moving forward. And more importantly, um, uh, you know, doing those things behind the scenes that have a broader impact than any of us in the audience can see, but have a profound impact on individuals, the company, and the broader um, uh, ballet community.
1: Right. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome. Thank you. Again, the Pacific Northwest Ballet's Nutcracker will be played between now and December 28th at McCall Hall at the Seattle Center. For those who wish to enjoy the performance from the comfort of their home, they also have a digital access between December 20th and December 28th. You can access more information and tickets through their website at pnb.org, or you can call their box office at 206-441-2424.